Hello and welcome to Relationship Rescue, the podcast, Every Relationship Begins With You. We're talking about triggers today and you hear the word all the time, right? Triggers, triggers, triggers. I've been triggered. You triggered her. You're triggering me. You are pushing my buttons. All of that, right? So what is exactly a trigger? How does the triggering thing think of a jiggy that ruins relationships? <laughs> I don't know why I laugh. I'm laughing because it does. It ruins relationships. It ruins marriages. Uh so a trigger is something, you know, someone says something to you or me, us, right? And all of a sudden we're struck with a sinking feeling. Someone does something. We become enraged. We're alarmed. Someone comes at us with a certain attitude. We go to pieces. We hear mention of a person or a place or a thing and we're triggered, you know, and most of it's always associated with an unresolved issue, past trauma. It's truth. Sorry. We immediately feel ourselves seize up. I actually seize up with sadness, anger, fear, or shame. All of those, right? And um, and when those things happen, know you've been triggered, right? So um, it's, it's basically, it's what she tri- said triggered me. What he did triggered me. I got hooked again. I have, uh, I have a charge on this. You're, you know, it, we're using these terms that are true, right? That that's what it feels like us to us. And it is true. Somebody triggered you, something triggered you, something, but you reacted to the trigger. And that's not the person's fault, right? We have to control the reactions, which means healing the trauma, healing the inner child, healing the past, whatever it is. And yes, you have to look at it. You know, people don't understand. um, I think actually that's not true. More and more people are starting to come to understand the inner child, the ego, how it all works, which is a beautiful thing because... um, you know, the people that say, Joe, just get over it. Or it wasn't that bad and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? If you can't just get over it. God, wouldn't that be great? Just get over it, Heather. Just get over it. Yes, that would be so beautiful. That would be so amazing. Nobody can just get over it. And if, um, and when you realize that it's ruining your relationship, your marriage, your relationship with your partner, your children, whoever, and you still can't stop reacting, but you desperately want to, do you really think somebody, you know, can just get over it? I mean, there does come a choice. Yeah, you have a choice. You know, um, I have to deal, uh, I, I not have to, but I deal, a lot of clients are in a situation where they're being completely manipulated, lied to, um, and disrespected by their partner or their spouse. Now, I'm not saying that partner's narcissistic, by the way. Just codependent, severe codependent with narcissistic traits, and that my my client would be codependent. Um, It's affecting their children, this other person, and they still can't break free. What? And it's somebody from the outside would go, yeah. And but it, it, there has to be a line in the sand for somebody. And there is usually, but it takes a lot because you're triggered when you try to leave somebody, right? So um, a reaction to a trigger is excessive. It's usually larger than needs to be most 99% of the time, no longer lasting than what fits is like is fitting the triggering event, 
okay? So, um, the more sensitive, the more sensitive we are to how others behavior behave towards us, the more fiercely our fear of anger or shame erupts. So if you have a fear of abandonment, your triggered responses will be fierce. Fierce. Okay. And what we what what happens is so when we learn okay to reclaim our power to to learn when we heal when we learn who we are when we let go of this illusion when we when we start providing our needs um we can use the triggers as a signal that we're not feeling good this isn't right this isn't good for us what do we need to do which go, then we can respond instead of react Okay, so um, if somebody if somebody is in your life, and you know, obviously I deal with romantic relationships, and you two are triggering the hell out of each other, stop. Either get help or get out. I'm gonna say it again: get help or get out. It is ruining your life. It's ruining your children's life. It might even um, because because um, because from the stress because the triggered response reaction means you're in flight fight or freeze mode. You are your body has been um, activated to a threat. So now those hormones, stress hormones, the cortisol, the adrenaline, all of it that it's is depleting you. You cannot live in stress forever you can't you will get sick you will end up with possibly autoimmune disease cancer um ibs ibs oh god directly correlated do you know how many cl my clients have ibs either d or c which is diarrhea or constipation acne gut issues gut in the gut directly tied. I mean, it's unbelievable. You will not live a happy life. You will not live a healthy life. Either get help or get out. Heal or get out. Please. You have one life. I promise you, we all have one life. Like, right, you're going to die. You know that. We live, we are born, and we head towards death. That's, like, really it. That's... And you've got to make it great while you're here. And living in a triggered relationship is hell. It's absolute hell. So basically, you know, the triggering event is a throwback. It's like to an archaic trauma. And it, but it feels like it's happening in the present. See, the brain's amygdala, which is part of the limbic system, okay, stores. This is where it stores original traumas and fear reactions. But it has no sense of time of impact or of our years of growth and self-strengthening. It does not know if you are 52 or if you're 10. <laughs> okay. When you are operating from the subconscious mind, I don't, and I'm a triggered in a triggered response reaction. I don't see you. Oh, hi. Hi, Sally from my cross the street, my neighbor. Hi, um, Joe, my husband. The subconscious sees you as somebody to attack. Somebody to nurture, somebody to love, somebody to be loved by, somebody to have sex with, somebody to run from. 
you no longer become a person to that subconscious. You are a reason to do something. So like I've said a million times before, my triggered reactions will re result in anger. So I'm going to see you as somebody to attack. I'm going to forget that you have a name and you might be important to me. It doesn't matter. I'm going to attack you because that is what my brain is telling me, the amygdala, the bat part of the mind. Obviously not anymore, but that's what it did. So it basically, you know, the triggers of today give us, a, you know, it, we, we feel um, a sense that we're still as powerless as we were when we were in childhood. Our, basically what happens is our amygdala, okay, um, has commanded all the other channels in the brain, okay? It silenced our thinking mind. It silenced the prefrontal cortex. And later on, we when we get these full mental power, you know, um, power back, then we can think, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. Oh my God, I'm so sad. I'm so sorry. What I, I don't know what I did. I don't know. I, next time I'm going to control it. Next time I'm going to count to 10. Next time I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do this again. I promise I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this again. And then, you know what? Screw you. Why did you say that to me? Uh, oh God, why did I do that? I'm not going to do this again. I'm going to count to 10. I'm going to, you know what? I hate you. I just hate you. And then you say that again. I'm not going to do it again. I'm not, and you do it over. And over and over again but maybe you people please maybe you run I don't know but that's what I would do so um, but thanks to neuroscience and this is why it's such an important part of my process is that um, in the research into the brain plasticity it it, it it gives us this awareness that we can reprogram our neurological pathways and change these self-defeating patterns See, the prefrontal cortex can come up with the healthy ways to respond to events at the moment. And so what happens is then we do not have to be at the mercy of these immediate, irrational, unplanned rea reactions, right? So now, in the beginning, as I tell my clients, and they learn really quick, and we all learn, and I have to learn with them together and go walk them through it. And, you know, working with me, by the way, is an investment, because what is it worth to you to give you your life back? And it's really giving you your life back. Um, and I have to work with them so much. That's why my clients are allowed to text me Monday through Friday. Because they need to know that when they have this impulse to react. And, it, it, and it's not disappearing. We have to start laying a new track for the neural, neural pat, patterns right? And create new pathways. So they, um, it's basically what I, it's a mindfulness. It's helping, you know, reprogramming the self-limiting beliefs, all of these things. Um, so it's a spiritual development, personal development, brains, minds, all of it. So it's, it's with the, you know, conscious attention means that our prefrontal cortex can reframe events and experiences so they're not so triggery. And when the prefrontal cortex is in full activation, guess what? We can calm down some of the amygdala's overblown reactions. So we're moving from the primitive brain to our responsible cortex, where, you know what? That means we can evoke an alternative thought 
that it's positive and resource enhancing, right? So, um, and, and, and that's it kind of in a nutshell, but obviously there's a lot more that goes on into it, right? So, um, we're never going to eliminate the triggers altogether, but what happens is you do no longer react to them so extremely and eventually you will by the way you know i will still get triggered it takes a lot but i know how to stop myself from blowing it but it takes a lot to get me triggered and um and my goal is not to root out every single trigger but to find the like um the the the, the trailhead the beginning right so um we want to figure out where are they starting which is going to, I'm going to figure out where you, what your limiting beliefs are, where did these come from, right? And then we are going to start working on the beliefs that are causing the trigger. So if you think about, think about it like this, psychology helps us develop um, inner resources, which is like awareness of our needs, the ability to express and fulfill them, fulfill them in, you know, all the right places. You know, in psychology, we can learn to manage our feelings, to free ourselves from inhibition, to trust ourselves. Now, what does spiritual development offer? What does spirituality offer? Well, it offers things that are necessary in order to do the psychological part, which is meditation, mindfulness, freedom from attachment. Attachment to what? Attachment to the expectations. Letting go of the ego. So our psychological work and our spiritual practices work together to increase and enrich the inner resources. And eventually we will become what we practice. But it's practice. I teach really freaking well, by the way. I'm a great teacher. I, I You know what I'm going to say? I'm the best at what I do because I am the best at what I do because there's nobody who's me. <laughs> How can you compete with me? You can't. Cause, and I can't compete with you and what you do because you're you and you bring something different to the table. So, um, see, witnessing is the opposite of being triggered. That's why mindfulness, you know, witnessing um, the here and now without reacting to it is essential. That's the tool for having fewer triggers, right? And, 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 and figuring out the beliefs and all the other stuff. But you've got to, so you've got to combine these things together. The, the part one is the stimulating event part it's, it's it's something that instigated us by someone else so you know it's it's but that's part one okay so it's um the problem is our reaction is part two and it's our responsibility to control part two stop reacting but it's based on our own experiences, our past experiences. So we are being bullied by, guess what? Our unfinished business from childhood. Triggering experiences alerts us to what? Psychological issues in ourselves that needs to be addressed, processed, and resolved. Because trauma is unprocessed emotions. That's really what it is at its core. It's all sitting there. Those experiences and those emotions are sitting there in the amygdala, the limbic system, which is causing havoc when you're triggered. That limbic system then triggers the central nervous system. Then you're out of control. 
And really, the trigger finger is especially ours. Like we, when we are basically letting one triggering event after another occur with the same freaking person, they're not the cause of the trigger. They're the catalyst. A trigger arouses, it evokes, it introduces. It's not, it does not produce. A trigger is the contributing factor, not a determining factor, right? So each of us is going to react differently, basically in accord with the personal issue that the trigger incites. So what you have to realize is that you can say, you can you can complain to your friends and your moms and your dad and your whoever was going to listen to you, my spouse, my partner, he or she is this, he or she is this, right? They do this to me. They do that to me. They do this. Okay, yeah. They trigger you, you mean? They're triggering you? But guess what? You're going along with it. You're staying within it. Heal. They can't trigger you. And then if they keep triggering you and they don't heal, well, then they got to go. But do something, right? Do something. Stop living in this. This is living in the codependent relationship means that you, there are two children present in the relationship. That's it. Two children. That means that that contract, whether if it was a marriage, was made by the inner children. The adult was not present. So there are categories of triggers, okay? And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this podcast for today because I want to really spend a lot of time on this. But know um, that I'm gonna spend I, I'm gonna go over this um, tomorrow or the next time my next podcast. And there's um, I think it's eight. I can't remember seven or eight different categories. No, actually, there's nine. Nine categories of triggers that most of us can relate to. And I'm going to give you specific examples of how they arise. Okay? This is super important. This is what is sabotaging your relationships. This. This. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Rescue, the podcast. I love you. I care. If you're ready to heal the relationship... click the link and you can set up a free call. Just know this. Um, I'm really full, but set up this link. We set, set, you know, set the call. Soon, I'm not going to be accepting any new clients until January 2023. But, um, you know, right now, I'm, I'm still taking some clarity calls. So you can set up a call if you're ready. Thank you. Love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.